Are you a parent trying to juggle multiple goals with your family budget while still enjoying life? Today, we're going to walk you through how to find balance with raising your kids, managing your money, and having fun. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. When you're a parent, it can sometimes feel like there are so many demands on your finances and time. As we raise our kids, we may have to deal with daycare, school trips, extracurricular activities, family vacations, saving for their college or trade school. The list goes on and on. Oh, and wait, you're also expected to save for your own retirement. It feels like a lot, right? The pressure that we feel from others or that we put on ourselves can make it seem like the price of parenthood is too much. While we do have more responsibilities as we raise our kids, there are some real joys with it. The trick, if you can call it that, is to identify your family's particular priorities and manage your money in a way that is balanced and fits that season of life you're in. Which is why I'm so glad Melissa McCullough from Coastal Credit Union is here to join us. Not only is she the digital marketing manager behind Coastal's blog, but she's also a mom who knows firsthand the juggling act of parenthood. I love chatting with someone who's in the trenches too about making this all work out. In this episode, we're gonna get into common challenges parents and families face when it comes to budgeting and how to get through them, effective strategies for saving money on your kid-related expenses without sacrificing quality or experiences, some tools and resources both online and in your community that can make it easier to stay on top of your money and help you have memorable and meaningful experiences with your kids. We have a lot to cover, so let's dive in. I think a lot of people think, okay, budgeting, taking care of the kids. How is that exciting? But I think, first of all, we need to talk about what a budget is, is basically a plan for your money for what's important for you and prioritizing that to make sure, of course, taking care of the bills, planning for the future, but enjoying life now. The big challenge with parents is I want my kids to enjoy the time they have growing up. I have financial goals that I'm trying to do. And it's like, okay, which one do I do first? How do I get started? You work over at Coastal. You see things on the blog. You are putting out a lot of fantastic material for families. I want to start there with your expertise. What mistakes do you see a lot of parents and families making when it comes to creating those budgets? I think a lot of the times, I don't know that I'd use the word mistakes necessarily, Mm -hmm. because I think that that puts a lot of pressure on families to be perfect Mm -hmm. and nobody's perfect and everybody is I think a lot of people struggle with this idea of budget and family life we all want to give our kids the best we can't always make that happen and it becomes stressful so I I think that there are just some little things that people can adjust in their budget and in their in their time when they're planning out these things to help them be more successful 
and achieve the results that they would like to achieve. I think the first one can be a little time consuming, unfortunately, but it's really understanding the true cost of your current lifestyle and all of the things you want to accomplish, whether it's in like just for the summer, for the holiday season, for the year, for five years, for 10 years, whatever your scope is, really taking the time to understand what that is going to cost you. Luckily, to help you figure out what you're spending right now, where your money is going, there are a lot of apps that you can use that will just do that for you. Take advantage of those. I think Mint is one of the most widely used ones and it connects with multiple different institutions. I would definitely start there and utilize those types of services to help you figure out what you're spending and more importantly, what you're spending it on. Because I think that will give you a really good basis for some decision makings on priorities. Yeah, I have to say that's an eye opener for good and bad, right? When you look at exactly expensive, that's just it's scary when you have to force yourself to get real with how much money you really spend and where you spend it. I think it's the that's the scary part, right? But it's also exciting in that it provides you opportunities to figure out what your priorities are, right? Because sometimes we have values that we try to align to our priorities. But then when you look at what you're spending, you realize that maybe that's not what you value at all. Maybe it's something different and that's scary, but can work through it. And using those apps to your advantage to take some of that mental load off of your plate can really help you get clear about where you are financially right now. Because it's important Mm -hmm. to understand that before you can move forward. Just from personal experience and, and chatting with people in the community, I think there is something empowering, like saying, hey, here's where we spend. And just having that conversation as a family, mm-hmm. did we get value out of this? Like you were mentioning, mm-hmm. maybe we say we love traveling and you discover that you don't have to travel as far. Right. Like North Carolina has some great destinations. We just got back from like Laura and Chimney Rock. That was fairly inexpensive, a nice long weekend as a family. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you want a pricier vacation. You like those all-inclusive ones. You don't know until you look at the numbers and say, hey, you know what? This is important for us. So maybe we can cut back on here because it wasn't as good as we thought, but we can kind of redirect it in a different way. Can be. And I think it's a really good conversation starter between Mm -hmm. partners as well. I think that's another place where people get stressed out and they Mm -hmm. shut down and they fail to communicate with each other. We already know that money is a huge stress in partnerships and in families as well. Um, Trying to figure out where you are, it's not just about you anymore. It's about everybody who has access to your bank account, right? And that is a stressful conversation to have. But hopefully um, you can find ways to, to do that together and like make it like a a game plan for two people to challenge each other to really pay attention to what you're spending money on and come to that conversation with no judgment. Yeah. Um, Because I think that really help people be able to connect and understand your true family values, right? And once you Mm -hmm. can figure out what your family values and what your spending is telling you, you can make good decisions going forward together. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big believer in working as a team because that momentum, when both of you are on board, try to get that. And then depending on how old your kids are, they can help out. Really? I have a middle schooler that she wants to buy a lot of things. And I said, that's fine. It can come out of your allowance or you can earn some more. And when they really want something, they can get pretty creative with that. Absolutely. And there are great apps available too that you can utilize as a family to help keep, to help with some of those things that older kids would like to do as well, some financial freedom for them. I think Greenlight is one of the bigger ones that is used widely in the industry and that you can give them a budget or an allowance and then they can choose what they would like to do with it. It's a really great way to teach them about money and get them involved in that process as well. Yeah, I know. And maybe I'm dating myself when I was growing up. They would come to the school like once once a month and it was like a bank or a credit union. You do the deposits, you put it into your savings and then you would have yes. the balance. You would have to fill that paper out. Now everything's yeah. digital, but yeah, there are apps for that. There's programs so your kids mm-hmm. can have that practice. I know we've done a couple of like day trips at... It was interesting the first couple of times where I gave my oldest cash and I said, okay, this is our snack and lunch money for like a trip to the zoo. And I was so surprised because I thought she was going to spend it all in five minutes. She was just trying to save it because I said, whatever is left over, you can just keep. Mm-hmm. And she just was like, are you going to eat that? She told her sister, are you going to eat that? No, you're not going to get the whole meal. You're only going to get a piece of a meal because we're not going to waste anything. <laughs> so it's funny, giving them that experience, how different it feels for them. I definitely appreciate that. With a lot of families, there are so many different kid-related expenses. If both work outside the, the home, daycare, huge expense. And then yeah. your kids are older, extracurricular activities with their interests, and family vacations are kind of into the mix. Do you have any tips on prioritizing? Because you, like daycare, if you have to pay for it, you have to pay for it. But like the others, balancing it and and finding the uh, space in your budget for that. Sure. So I am in the daycare phase myself. I have a two-year-old and daycare is ridiculously expensive. I know that my son's teachers, they work hard and they do good work and they deserve to get paid. But that is a big expense. I do know that. Some tips there. uh, If if anybody is in the the daycare bucket like I am, take advantage of the tax credit that is available, right? I think it's up to, I think it's $3,000 per child per year, up to $6,000. Okay. And it's all dependent on your income, how much you would get back. So that's a good one for that. And then if your company offers an FSA, you can contribute to that. I think it's up to $5,000 annually that can help alleviate some of the tax burdens associated Mm -hmm. with daycare. Those are two good options. When it comes to extracurricular activities for older kids in particular, that I think, gosh, I think back on when I was a kid and think, my parents, gosh, they drove us around, didn't they? And <laughs> that is something that uh, I think is really important to consider too. It's not just how much it, it costs for your kid to sign up and get all the equipment. It's also your time, right? Because you have mm-hmm. to be able to, if you work, you have to be able to get out of work and get them to that location, hang out for an hour or so, bring them back. And it's usually not just once a week. It's like twice a week. I think you got to budget your time there as well, but some really good ways to help 
say for those things is to really talk with your kids about what they value and their priorities as well. Like get them involved because if you ask a kid, what do you want to do? They want to do everything, right? But do they really want to do everything? No, they don't. They don't want to get up early on Saturday morning. Uh, I think it's important to get them involved in that Mm. conversation and really find out what they enjoy doing. If they don't Mm. enjoy music extracurriculars outside of school, maybe that's not a priority for you. you got to have those conversations with your kids and figure out what they might like to do. Then you have to do your research and figure out how much is it really going to cost for them to do this type of thing. I do think that social media can offer some really great advice and some help on that part too. If you reach out to your communities, your friends, your family, even like my neighborhood that I live in has a very active social media group where people post questions all day, every day. And there'll be moms that have been in the trenches. They've done that before. They can tell you exactly how much it costs. And they've got the equipment in your garage if you want to buy it from them. That's another great way. It's a great way to save some money, particularly if they've never done it before. You're not sure if they're going to like it. Um, And one of my favorites, uh, I have two favorite things. One is memberships to like the zoo or to kids museums. Those offer a really um, great benefit because not only can you you have something you can plan on the fly with your kids you could go to the zoo go to the whatever the museum is but those memberships usually come with discounts that you can apply when you travel Mm -hmm. so if you go to like like i'm a member of the north carolina zoo and my zoo membership gets me discounted to other zoos across the country which is super cool and my my son is too and he really enjoys animals so when we travel we try and find other zoos that we can go to, we get a discount to get in. So that's another way to save a little bit of money there. And the museums are the same way. Sometimes they, depending on which one you join, and you can get discounts to other museums and sometimes museum events across the country as well, depending on where you live. Yeah, My- th- that's a good reminder with the museums because here in Raleigh, we have a lot of really good options. We also, like you mentioned, we, we have events here. That going back to your idea, are they really interested? Is you can try it out. I know yes. Bug Fest is coming up in the fall. Oh I my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The couple yeah. Weeks. So things like that. Are you really interested? Or if it's like a one time mm-hmm. thing or a, a special event, you can always fit that in usually pretty well. But if it's something they're really interested in, then you know, okay, maybe we should invest, like you mentioned, not just the money, but the time. Those are some really good tips now. You've mentioned using discounts and with your membership. Do you have any other, you know, balancing, giving your kids that experience, you know, doing activities with them, but saving money without sacrificing the quality? Sure. I do think that there are a lot of, well, there are some resources available that I would definitely uh, encourage people to look into so that you can participate and have as much fun as possible without breaking your budget. I think, first of all, a lot of uh, the first like people that I would reach out to, honestly, is your HR benefits coordinator. Janine oh, seems this, a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> tell me more. Not a lot of companies have deal with other organizations, whether it's uh, for travel or, you know, lo- they sponsor local events. And a lot of times the your HR benefits coordinator, you know, has that 
benefits package that you probably looked through when you first joined and never thought of it again. And that gets you a discount not only on daycare, but maybe for concert tickets, maybe for uh, different memberships, gym memberships, uh, and maybe even, you know, for travel, car rentals and things like that. So I think that's a really good one to utilize. The same thing for your alumni organization. If you have a really strong alumni organization, people who went to college with you, they want to help you. They want to see you succeed. And that is your university, right? A lot of times they broker deals with big hotel chains, airlines, car rental places, and you can get a discount just because you went to a certain school. So I definitely check out those two places as well. And my third one be your local library. Libraries across the country have so many untapped resources from different types of events. Like uh, our local library is having a Bluey related party. And I don't know, my kid is in the Bluey phase. So that might be something we might have to check out. But they also offer streaming services for kids and adults. You can get movie library. They have a movie library. Mm -hmm. You can also get educational, like online tutorials, like Khan Academy type stuff. So those are some really great resources to check out. They only take a few minutes to look into and you can get a lot of different types of perks and discounts and and resources that you need almost for free. Yeah, I will vouch definitely for the local library. They have a lot of good events. I have Mm -hmm. like the middle schooler and then I have an elementary school girl. And they have arts and crafts for the younger ones, the story time. But they've also done like dance lessons, different cultural, like taste different snacks from around the world. They bring in experts. And that is like a couple of hours of really good fun. They get to meet Mm -hmm. other kids in the neighborhood, in the area. And it's usually free. All you have to do is register. Sometimes not even that. You just show up. And it's a really good opportunity here, especially in Wake County. So thanks for that reminder. Of course. And parents get an opportunity to meet other parents as well, right? So we live in a really transient area. People are moving in all the time and they don't know anybody. It's a really great way to give your kids something really enjoyable to do and you can participate with them. But you can also meet other people who are just like you, who are looking for things to do and and, and you might make a friend out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Before we wrap up, Melissa, you do some really good work at Coastal Credit Union with the blog because we're talking about helpful resources for families. And Mm -hmm. do you mind talking a little bit about some of the topics that are on there in case besides raising kids, other concerns and questions that families have about money? Sure. I think a lot of families probably have concerns about uh, emergency funds. That's a really hard one for a lot of people not because it's difficult to set up the fund itself, but to actually allocate resources to that every month, particularly if you have competing priorities, is really, really challenging. A lot of experts will tell you to put three to six months worth of savings into that emergency fund. And when you look at your budget, that can, that's a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. I know that's a challenge, but the tip there is really to get one started. Uh, at Coastal, you can open up like a special savings account, something like that as part of your membership and just contribute as much as you can little by little $10 here, $5 there, $100, whatever it's in your budget to help build that up so that when there are emergencies, you do have a place to pull from. You don't have to stress about that. 
Yeah, I think that that's probably that is a big one. And the second biggest one, I think, is unfortunately tragedies happen and yeah. children outlive their parents at some point in time. Making sure that you have your will all mm-hmm. sorted out and making sure that those resources are allocated to your children and their future appropriately. That's a tough one to get through, but it is super important to do that. It'll set your families up for success in the future and hopefully no tragedies. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I mean, planning ahead, I I admit, like when we went through, it's like, oh my goodness, I don't want to think about it. But Mm -hmm. I will say after you get it done, there is a peace of mind. Yeah. That you're like, okay, should something happen? Or even if it's um, a matter of like taking care of, like if you're at the hospital and in the last couple of years with COVID, if you had those things ahead, your durable power of attorney, your advocate and everything set up, it's one less thing to stress over. And I will point out, I love what you're doing at the Coastal Blog. You guys have so many different topics. I know you do have those saving and buying Mm -hmm. a house. That's a concern, especially here in Raleigh. Yeah, it seems like a hot market. (laughs) Any little advantage helps. So for anyone that wants to learn more about Coastal, you're in the Triangle area and you want to have a better banking option, go to Coastal24.com. I will also have in the description a link so you can check that out and Coastal's blog. This segment is brought to you by Travel Freely. I know we have some travel hacking families in our community who love using the rewards for family vacations. And there are many who want to join them. However, it can be tough to sort through all the offers. This is where Travel Freely can help. It simplifies your search and makes it easy to find the best offers and deals that fit your family and how they spend. So you are maximizing your rewards. If you want to learn more on how to travel hack your next epic family trip, please go to simplifyandenjoy.com slash travel freely. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on a few key takeaways I picked up from my discussion with Melissa and preparing this episode. The first is check to see if your current family budget and plan is working for you. Too many times I get it. We are kind of in the middle of everything and we are just trying to take care of the bills, kids, and maybe fit in the money for our goals. But one of the best things you can do is to have regular check-ins with your finances. And if it's been a while, now is a great time. What in your budget is working and what isn't? Even though you can't change everything that you want to right away, you can have a plan to start moving your money and aligning it towards your family's particular priorities and whatever season of life you're currently in. The second is, especially when your kids are older, include them in your discussions about the budget. This can teach them about money, and also this can be a lesson in conversation about what your family values are. The more you talk with your kids about this, the more they'll see money as a tool and not a goal itself. So don't make this one big money talk, but have these smaller conversations. Let them see how much does it cost to manage a household and include them, especially if we're talking about extracurricular activities, family vacations, or even ways that you can save money for goals that you're all excited about. The last one is take advantage of the resources and opportunities that are before you. 
Like Melissa mentioned, there could be some great discounts and memberships that you can get through with resources like your HR benefits. Or even looking at your community, we have local libraries that can help save money with certain activities. You can also look at financial apps that can make it easier to manage money, freeing up time for you to take care of the more important things. There are a lot of resources out there. We mentioned a few, and I'll include a few more in the show notes. But if you're ready now to get started with your budget, make sure you're a part of our community. Besides resources for each episode of the podcast, I also like to share extra tips and tools to make simplifying your money, home, and life easier. It's free. You can sign up at simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. We'd love for you to be a part of our community. Special thanks to Melissa for being a part of this episode. If you're in the Triangle area here in North Carolina and you're looking to bank better so you can live better, please check out Coastal Credit Union. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash coastal. I hope this episode gives you some ideas on creative ways you can balance your spending and saving within your family budget. As always, I'm going to include links to the resources we've mentioned today, including tools to make it easier to track your money. You can find it over at simplifyandenjoy.com. Next week on the podcast, we're going to continue this theme of family and finances, but we're going to widen it out. Besides us as parents teaching our kids, they can also get another opportunity with their grandparents. But one of the fears is, how do we start those conversations? What questions should we expect? And what are some ways we can give our kids hands-on training experiences? So we're going to be talking about those conversation starters and give you ideas on making it easier to talk about money with your kids and grandkids. If you don't want to miss out on that episode, make sure you're subscribed. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, and more. Our theme song was by Staircases with additional music from various artists over at Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you not only listening, but sending in your questions and ideas for the podcast. Keep them coming. And thank you for sharing your favorite episodes with your friends. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.